We have a grab bag of questions today. The Witcher Season 2. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut, Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Dave. Dave, today's a little bit different than our normal Center Chat. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm kind of excited. We have three questions instead of just one, and we're just going to answer like a billion questions, and it's going to be so much fun. You just said we're going to do three, not a billion, but I I get what you're saying. Three is a billion compared to the number of questions we normally answer. Yeah, it's three times, but okay, I I get what you're putting down. Infinitely (laughs) more. We do have three smaller questions we're going to discuss as usual, and thanks for being here. So Dave, let's just dive right in. If you haven't, please go check out the main episode for The Witcher Season 2, and maybe this will make a little bit more sense. We know that The Witcher was based off a book, but then became a popular video game before it became a show. So I'm interested, what video game or game series would you like to see be made into a TV series? Oh, this question could be a whole three episodes for me. (laughs) That's a lot. It is a lot. I feel like there are a lot of video games I've played that I could see being a TV show. So really, when it came down to it, I had to decide, like, what would I want to watch now? Like, if it came out right now, what would I enjoy? Mm -hmm. And I have been playing just a crap ton of Destiny 2 new expansion coming out in February I'm very excited about uh, and all, all my friends have been playing it so so playing a ton of time and when I say a ton of time I'm talking about like probably 30 to 40 hours a week that's a lot that's a lot so my first reaction was like the Elder Scrolls series of games there's five of them culminating in Skyrim uh, but there will be a new one sometime this century but really when it comes down to it I think that's gonna fall in the spectrum of a lot of the other Witcher slash Game of Thrones slash that kind of little show and I just feel like there are a lot of those that exist exactly so for me I went Destiny the game is kind of cool in a way that it doesn't really provide a lot of like background information the idea is there is this ultimate power called the traveler that is like a giant sphere kind of like the size of an asteroid that traveled to our world and the world then thrived because of the knowledge and power that this traveler brought with it me yep that's it it could be like the video game and kind of follow a lot of the things that have happened in the video game up to this point but it also could be the vehicle for which they explain a lot of that backstory which would be really cool because the game doesn't have a lot of that information in it so it would like kind of fill in some of those gaps instead of just being like a mirror kind of one for one like you enjoyed this thing now enjoy this thing that is exactly like the first thing Mm -hmm. but instead it provides additional background that wasn't there before so destiny (sighs) I mean, I don't know anything about the game. Well, here's the thing. So a lot of video games are played by nerdy people. Not all. So it's going to attract a certain type of person, Mm. which 
I guess, would be the same type of people that watch The Witcher, and that's a hit show. So I could see it. Yeah, and I think a game like this is going to be kind of a futuristic, you know, guns with some magic kind of built into it and aliens. So I do feel it would be a very nerdy thing, but could also fit a a pretty good sci-fi niche. Hmm. I would think that, you know, of the shows that we've watched, I feel like Firefly would actually be the closest to like what I would imagine that show would be like. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, though, that this was tougher than I thought it would be. And and part of it is because I, in doing research, a lot of games have already been made into TV shows or movies, mm. with some even in production or on the way. Here's looking at you, Last of Us, which will be coming out on HBO next year. I'll be definitely watching that. And then kind of thinking about it, some of my favorite games, like you know Red Dead Redemption 2, any of the GTA, it's like, I don't need that as a movie. The graphics are already film quality and, and all the cutscenes and videos, are, they're already basically a movie. So yeah. I, I don't, I just don't know what it would do for me. So I thought of this in a way like that only an older game or game series would make sense since NES and all of those early systems, you're just playing the game and that's it. Like you don't get the same already movie feel. Now, hmm. I almost went with Oregon Trail because I think you could make a <laughs> sick-ass six-episode limited series, like not knowing who of the party is going to make it, who's going to die of dysentery. But I wanted to pick something instead that you could have multiple seasons because unless you really stretch that out, that's a one-season arc. Like you can only ford so many rivers and drown so many oxen. I agree with you that you could you could only do that so many times before it would get stale and boring. Yeah. So then I thought about Mike Tyson's punch out from NES, but actual nowadays Mike Tyson would probably only end up being in one episode because he's like the major boss. And I just have to watch some little white guy pound on all these weird looking dudes. It's way too, way too niche. Yeah. A little tiny boy who manages to beat all these big buff boxer <laughs> men. Yeah, it, it'd, be, it'd, it'd be fun for like one episode or two, but then it's just it's just too samey. That would be a better movie. Yeah. There are some that would be just a better single movie. Yeah. So I went way out of left field here in almost the complete opposite direction of The Witcher, and I went with Leisure Suit Larry. So if you're not familiar, it's an old PC point-and-click and text-based puzzle adventure game, which is probably my favorite genre of game. And there were like seven Larry games in the late 80s and early 90s, and, and it sold over 10 million copies as of 10 years ago. So there's definitely a market. Is it going to have the pull of, say, like Legend of Zelda? Which, how is there no TV show or movie for Zelda yet? How? How's yeah, that's actually a surprising one. That was another one that was on my short list. They're not kind of chronological, right? Like each individual Zelda game is its own representation of that arc of, you know, Zelda being in trouble and Link going to save her kind of thing. So I almost feel like, that would make it hard because you'd have to either pick one specific game and then make that into the show or you have to try to find a way to like kind of weave them all together, which would be interesting. So it's not going to have that type of pull, but I think people could or would watch it if they're familiar with the game. So the game is just this unbearable like night at the Roxbury type dude trying to get some pussy, essentially. And when you're 12 and you get gifted an old computer from your uncle and it has that game on it, it's your life. I spent countless hours working through some of the puzzles, trying to figure out the password to give them maitre d' and shit, just to see some pixelated titties. Because when you're a 12-year-old boy and the internet isn't a thing, pixelated titties are the pinnacle of your existence. The writing is its very pun-heavy, and I could easily picture it being a comedic show, like Sex in the City style, but with a schlubby dude. And I want to see it. I want to see it. So I didn't know what Leisure Suit Larry was surprisingly but also not surprisingly because apparently you played your porn which also doesn't really make sense with your whole 
shtick, but fine. So I went to go Google it really quick, and I found this that I don't know if this is a real headline or not. I'm going to preface that I do not know if this is real. Time for Redemption. Louis C.K. to star in upcoming Leisure Suit Larry movie. What? But that just gives credence to my answer. It does give credence to your answer. You're right. Man. All right. Well, those are our picks. Destiny and Leisure Suit Larry. Yep. (laughs) You you would. Uh, All right. So for our second grab bag question here, if you had to be an animal-human hybrid like Nivellin, what would you want to be? And this is like for the rest of our life. We're just cursed to be this, right? Yeah. This is one of the ones that I had just a few small clarifying questions. Do we get to because if you're a hybrid right you're gonna get like pieces and parts from each of the things do we get to like spot pick what the <laughs> things are like nivlin got the tusks but still had human hands and could still walk and talk he just looked like a warthog or whatever a little bit but was mostly a man i would say it's like that like we're we're mostly a man but we have whatever some of the defining characteristics of that creature are so if i pick horse i'm not going to have a bottom half that is a horse like whatever those uh, things are called that i can't think of centaur centaurs like pierce brosnan from the percy jackson movies but uh, like i could just be a human with a long weird nose Yeah, you're going to have a long, weird nose, you're going to have a a tail that can swat flies, and you're going to have thin little legs that make you run fast. And a a, a giant dick. (laughs) Yes. Do I get get the giant dick? Yeah. Okay. So my brain went so many ways with this. Mm -hmm. First, naturally, we're talking animals, so my brain immediately goes to animal penises. And Mm -hmm. I googled biggest animal penis proportionate to body size, because we get it. Like, blue whales have large dongs, but that means nothing. They're also giant. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the honor goes to the barnacle, which I got to be honest, I didn't know that was an animal. I thought it was just crud, uh, but apparently barnacle is an animal. I knew it was alive, but I didn't know it was categorized as an animal. Yeah, and uh, that sucker's PP can be eight times the size of its body, which is just Whoa. unnecessary. Just yeah, that's a lot, huh? Unnecessary. So scratch that. How big are the females' parts? I think they're actually hermaphrodites, and they can have sex with themselves, which is even weirder. Oh. Yeah, because I couldn't, like, imagine if your penis was eight times the size of your body, but if also your wife's vagina was eight times the size of her body. How would that even work? It wouldn't. You can't. That doesn't make any sense. It would essentially be like a person with a giant skin arch above them Mm -hmm. that was ready to accept my giant penis. Yeah, I don't want to think about this anymore. So we got to be more (laughs) practical. So next I was like, okay, what animal has the closest DNA to me? So it's not that much of a leap. And that would be the chimpanzee. But that's cheating. Monkeys. Yeah, that is not the spirit of this question. Yeah, because that's just like, what am I going to do? Have a little extra fur and maybe my face kind of rounds out a little bit. And other than that, I just look like a regular dude. Boring. Yeah, that that's that's too boring. So gotta be practical. I can't just pick something that's human like already. Ocean creatures? Out. Like then I'd have to live underwater and Mm -hmm. no. Gills. Ooh, gross. I'm not one of those people who want to fly, so all birds and flight animals, out. I want to be something that's kind of cute, nothing too big, nothing too small, has features that will make my life easier, not harder. By that, I mean like Nivellin, for instance. His, I'm sure his tusks get in the way all the time, and he must have a sweaty asshole because he's so furry. So that's, I don't yeah, want that. Michael, you know that Nivellin loves eating pussy, but... I don't think he can. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think yeah. he can unless they have one that is eight times the size of their body. That's so, true. Good <laughs> point. Maybe Nivellin would want someone to have barnacle pussies. So, <laughs> wow, man, this conversation. Whew, I have to cut the whole thing. After much deliberation, the only thing that fits all of that criteria 
is a tortoise. Tortoise man, Michael. <laughs> I wish people could have saw your face. When I, said I just like. <laughs> I looked away for a second to take a sip of my drink. So <laughs> after that whole explanation of like, I would, I want something that's like decently sized, but not too like not too big, not too small, like close to the kind of the human form. To and then tortoise. No, I didn't. I it can't <sighs> be close to the human form. That's what I'm saying. That's not. That's boring. So I still want to be practical, though. So here's why. A girl 18 years ago once told me I looked good in green. So that's point tortoise. <laughs> that explains why more than half of your wardrobe is green. Yeah, I could be bald and not have to worry about hair. I'm not going to sweat. I could bite motherfuckers who wrong me in the shell. Bonzer. If something goes wrong, hide. Somebody pooped in the plants. Hide. Someone got shreds of lettuce all over the kitchen floor. Hide. It's foolproof. The only downfall of being a tortoise is that I would be slow. But to that, I say, I'd still beat that bitch-ass hair in a race. So suck on that. What was the exclamation that you just used? Bonzer? Bonzer. It's Australian. Oh, my it's like, God. Awesome. But cool. I want to use cool words like Australians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. What a roller coaster. Let me tell you. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. But I love it. I love it. None the same. Pretty good answer. After your whole spiel that you just gave... I would want something that, uh, especially if I'm going to say in in a relatively kind of humanoid form, I would want something that would just kind of like take what I am now and just improve it a little bit. <laughs> just like bo boost it. Mm -hmm. I think husky dudes are really in right now. I think that hair is in right now, long, long hair and beards and that's all in right now. So I think I would I would want to be something that maybe beef me up a little bit, make me a little bit more menacing, protect my family. My cubs. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint. Mm. So you want to be a bear. Yeah. Not hair everywhere. Nivlin didn't have hair everywhere. But like I could deal with facial hair with the, the snout that has no hair and just a little bit bigger, a little bit tougher. Maybe some sharp claws. Mm. You'd have to sleep for half the year. That sucks. Does it though? Yeah, I wouldn't want to sleep all at once like that. Yeah, but I mean like to just skip the whole winter. Just be like, nah, no thanks. <laughs> Those short days, the cold, the snow. Nah, I have a question. Not for me. Because bears hibernate in the winter, do they not sleep during the rest of the year? I would assume that they do still sleep. Okay. I'm going to Google this. I'm curious. They have to. How long do bears sleep when not hibernating? Maybe it's just reduced. Maybe they only sleep like four hours instead of like a decent chunk of the night. Bears sleep when they're not hibernating. So this is a question that other people have Googled. So I'm not crazy. Yeah. No, that doesn't. That shouldn't make you feel any better. <laughs> But nobody, there's no answer anywhere. So it's a mystery to science. Weird. It's just a mystery. No one's ever seen a bear sleeping. <laughs> we what just the assume heck? they hibernate because they all disappear in the middle of the winter. And one of the related questions is, do hibernating animals poop? What? Also a fair question. So yeah, that's the other part that sucks. Like you, you just have a pile of your own excrement next to you when you wake up. <laughs> like Where did this come from? We're uh, definitely sidetracked here. I think what's going to happen is sometime in 2022, we need another offshoot podcast that is just the si the explanations for the scientific questions that we have on our regular <laughs> podcast that we don't get the answer to immediately. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. Maybe that'll be a Patreon thing. Yeah, maybe. We'll just have like a center cut science time. Hmm. Animal Dick Tuesdays. Yeah. Yep. Animal Dick Tuesdays. <laughs> The third Tuesday of every month. You have to sign up for the third tier for that, though. <laughs> I'm going to be a tortoise and you're going to be a bear. Yep. And speaking of hybrid creatures, let's get into a center commercial. Sure. Get it because half of it's advertisement and the other half is awesome.
If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pear Networks. That's P-A-I-R. Not like the fruit or when you peel something. God, I love the English language. Pear has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pear makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pear Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pear.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free promo code quick start to get started today. Pair, not the fruit and not peeling, just the easiest website hosting around. Well, Michael, now that we've made a website strictly devoted to barnacle penises, what important stuff should our listeners know? As always, they can send us feedback at thecentercutcast at gmail.com. And whatever platform they're using to listen, you can subscribe. And while you're in there subscribing, leave a review. Yes, please. While you're doing all that, go follow all our social medias. We got the Instagrams. We got the Twitters. We got the Facebooks. But Instagram is definitely our favorite. And it's at the underscore center underscore cut. Back to you, Michael. Ding, ding, ding. All right, David. Last question. In the finale of season two, Siri is a secret prisoner in a mind palace by Volith Mir and is tricked into staying there because it's full of her dead family and friends. So if we were in our own dream castle, who are three deceased people you would want on the guest list? This is an interesting question. Mm -hmm. I think I would have to start with a family member. Yeah. But I'm also only 32, so I don't have a bunch of dead family members. Unfortunately, I know not everyone is in that same boat, and I'm sorry for your loss. But really, the biggest part of my life when I was a child and the one person that I would want to be in my dream palace for even a few minutes would be my grandmother. What's her name? Marilyn. Nice. But I called her Graham. She, uh, yeah, she lived with my family when I was a kid. I kind of developed my love for video games with my grandmother, which not a lot of people can say. We started playing like Bomberman and stuff like that on the Super Nintendo. And then we, we migrated to computer games and we, she used to play like a ton of like board games and stuff. You remember like those Hoyle board games and yep. Hoyle Casino and all those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She used to play all that stuff and have a blasty blast. But my absolute favorite was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon oh, with her. Game. Yeah. So much so that it is the one tattoo that I've considered is getting like one of the park entrance gates mm. with like my grandmother's uh, like birthday or something in the, the little banner. So she would definitely be my first. And I was like, well, okay, what? I mean, if I don't have other family members that I really want to spend time with, I could sit here all day and say like, my great great grandfather that I've yeah. never met, but then it's like I could just hate him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So then for me, it, it became like, oh, well, what other two people would I find like really cool to hang out with? Even if like Siri, it's just for a few minutes just to like get to experience them. And my answers are Robin Williams and Michael Jackson. Ooh, wow. Well, I can see the second one. I've never been a huge fan of Robin Williams. I know that's like sacrilege, but Michael Jackson. Why Michael Jackson? I think that Michael Jackson is really misunderstood. I think that because of his lack of real childhood and young fame, he didn't really 
grow up the way a normal person would. Oh, of course. And that made it hard for him in adulthood. But I do think that he was an amazing, amazing performer and entertainer. And he seems like just an all around good person who cares about the world. I think that I would just want to be around that even for a little bit. Yeah. Macaulay swears that he didn't do any molesting. I really don't. I like, I don't think he ever did. I just think that in his mind, his mind never really grew up into adulthood. And I just think like he was more comfortable around kids than adults. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I know that's such a weird thing for an adult to be. So like everyone assumed that it was something nefarious and I don't think it is. Did you watch that HBO documentary from a couple of years ago, two or three years ago? Cause that was pretty damning. I didn't. Oh, well, so there's some people who have some pretty dark claims, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but I hear you. And you've talked about it before, like a person and their experiences and the things that they were known for, their art and their entertainment. It can be kind of separated from other things. It's like. I'm not going to get together with Michael Jackson and be like, hey, did you really touch those boys? Yeah. I'm going to get together with him and be like, oh, my God, what was it? What was it like being like the hugest pop star in the world? And like, what is your process and your vision and stuff? It's just like really interesting to me. Yeah. People aren't defined by one thing they've done. Thank goodness, because we've said a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. All right. So Marilyn, MJ and Robin Williams. Yep. I started from a similar place as you. Uh, I'm a few years older than you, but my mom and dad had me when they were 17 and 18. So my extended family is on the super young side. And I also don't have a bunch of deaths yet. That shines a little bit more of a light on why your dad was willing to go like steal that Kramer poster and shit. It's because he was only like, what, like 25 when that happened? <laughs> no, this was, only, this was only like five years ago. So he was like, he was in his 40s. <laughs> that was only five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was like when you were a kid. No. No, I was an adult. This was like five years ago when this dude broke You were 30 years old when you called your dad and said, a guy stole some of my stuff, and then he went over and stole a bunch of his shit. Oh, yeah. And then the next day, I was at work, and my wife heard the guy above her in the apartment above because he was squatting there, and she panicked and called my dad. My dad ran down in his underwear and punched the guy in the face, and the guy called an ambulance. Man, oh, man, that (laughs) shines. That... I don't believe that that was five years ago and you let that well, happen. It, it was like five to seven. I don't know the exact year, but it was within seven years. You were, you know, late 20s, yeah, early yeah, 30s. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's insane to me. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. I thought this guy stole your shit when you were like 13. No, I can't control. You think, that, but what does my age have to do with anything? I can't control my dad. My dad does what he wants <sighs> when he wants. That's crazy. <laughs> absolutely insane i can't even believe that we're off track here but yeah so i haven't had a bunch of deaths but they will be coming and i will deal with it then (laughs) that's that's a dark statement okay (laughs) Uh, i've I've prepared for the deaths of all of my family members but as of right now we're good yeah but my dad's dad did die when i was like one so i've had a step-grandfather essentially my entire life And it would have been cool to have at least met him when my brain was even partially functioning. So my first answer is my paternal grandfather. Mm. What was his name? George. George. Number two, Alex Trebek. Just to let him know how horribly Jeopardy has handled his replacement. You had one job, people. Just make it Ken Jennings permanently and move the hell on. Do you think that would really benefit him or harm him in death? It would harm him. But I'm okay being the bearer of that news. I just, he needs to know. He needs to know. (laughs) So you eternally damn someone in their forever sleep because you think he needs to know that Jeopardy's shitty now. 
mm-hmm. and you're mad at him for it. I'm not mad at him, but <laughs> I mean, it was his life's work, so he needs to know. Number three, <laughs> George Washington Carver, the peanut dude. And hear me out. He didn't actually invent peanut butter. That's a myth. But he was an early proponent for crop rotation and came up with all kinds of shit with peanuts and sweet potatoes, which like as far as crops can go, they can both be candied. So this dude knows my eating style. We'd be eating good in my dream palace. You know almost as much about peanut butter as not I know about wild hogs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And plus, this dude's a G. He was born a slave, but still managed to become super educated, which kudos to him and fuck slavery. Agreed. But I think my favorite thing I learned while researching George Washington Carver is that he never actually had a middle name. But somebody else in his town was also George Carver, and it was messing up the mail. So he added a W as a middle initial to differentiate George W. Carver. And one day someone was like, is the W for Washington? And he responded, why not? That's how I want to live my life, man. Come from nothing. Do good. Make a name for yourself. And it's not even your real name. Legend. Legend. Add one more middle name to your 800 middle names. (laughs) So I I like George Washington Carver. So those are my three. Okay. So you want to hang out with your grandfather that you never really got to spend a lot of time with. You would George. You want to hang out with Alex Trebek to let him know that his life's work is in the shitter now. And then you want to hang out with the peanut guy because you think his name's cool. I I mean, more than essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially. Yeah. 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 Nice. Okay. Those are our picks. It's cool. that You have two Georges. Yeah. I didn't think about that until right now. Yeah. So those are our picks. And of course, we're going to need to know what your picks are for probably all these questions. We'll we'll figure that part of it out. Yeah. And we're going to have a bunch of art on Instagram that you can like post on or in our stories where you can vote to say, you know, which one of our answers was better, but also what would your answer be? All right, David. Well, that is officially now a wrap on season two of The Witcher. Yeah. And next Wednesday, we have a very exciting episode coming at you. We are going to be covering Pee-wee's Big Adventure with Matt Kelly from One Hit Thunder and the Geekscape Network and Horror Movie Night and all of the other million things that he does because apparently everyone on One Hit Thunder wears one million hats. Yep, but we are excited to do that. So come back in a week, please. Yeah, I already watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure and what the fuck? Thanks for listening. And remember, our opinion, just like getting to spend time in a dream ballroom with your family when they're all still just rotting in a grave somewhere, does not matter. Mm -hmm.